This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, how are you? It is me, Arnold. That's right. Arnold Schwarzenegger is here, the big movie star. I was famous as a bodybuilder. Remember, I came out in Conan, I'm very handsome, and the, the ladies loved me. How are you? Wait a minute. Good. If you are Arnold Schwarzenegger, who am I? Because I'm John Kimball, the detective turned teacher. I'm living in Astoria, Oregon, where I helped many, many of the children come out alive. I don't like the children. They have the COVID. And this is me, the running man. And remember, everybody, with the exercise, you don't forget your cardio six feet apart when you're running. Wait a second. Uh, you sound very familiar. Where are you from? Because I am from Austria. I am from Austria, too. No. I used to be a bodybuilder. No, you are not. Champion. You are lying. You are lying like a liar. Shut your face. I'll break you. My best friend is Luferigno. Get out. That is my sandwich. Uh, let me ask you a question. How many repetitions can you do of squats a day? I rep 7 times 12, 740 pounds. I do 840 pounds. You do not do 840 pounds. Yes, I do. You are a little girly, man. Don't tell me what I already know. I squat a helicopter full of immigrants. I can run miles and save people's lives in fire burning building. I didn't call to talk to you. I want to talk to those idiots. I don't know what happened. The lines got crossed. This is 1984, or what, I don't know what year you come from, but I'm calling from 1980-something. I am calling you from 1982. It's a great year. Some of the best wine was made in 82. You what, understand? What do you know about wine? All you know about wine is, you're nothing but a whiny baby. You know what? I'm going to punch you. I'm going to pick up my wife, Maria Schreiber, and hit you over the head, and then you will know a wine. Damn you! You. That's okay because I'm beautiful and I'm wanted. Well, mm. I want to apologize. I did not know of your outer beauty. Speaking of beauty, I'm beautiful myself. I did golden locks. These golden locks and I am hairless from the chest. I'm hairless from the legs. These massive quads the size of little babies. I, I have two babies for legs. I don't like babies. My teeth are as big as a horse's teeth and they are beautiful white. I can look at myself when I brush my teeth and my my own teeth. You understand me? God damn, that's a big teeth. <laughs> you want to see me move my pecs? No. Beautiful. You, 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 you want to see my nipples bounce like click clacks. Uh, remember the click clacks? I remember the click clacks. You know what? I got the click clack for you between the legs. You know what? I'm going to be running for, for the governor here in Astoria or California, wherever they let me. Who knows? Hell, I might California even... California doesn't need you. It's already full of gas and pollution. They don't need you putting your bullshit all over there. You know... Stay out of Hollywood. It's my town. You know, you don't know nothing. I'm going to take you now right back. Back where you belong. I want you to go kiss Ronald Reagan's butt. Get out! I'm going to be the governor. 
and I will tell you what is next. I'm taking you back with me to my world, my town, back to the 80s. Take me back to the We have a great show for you today as we continue the tour of the 80s video rental age. Don't go anywhere. As Toscano and Chang will be right back. You're listening to Back to the 80s. Welcome back to Back to the 80s. Chang here of Toscano and Chang, and we are going to dive headfirst into our topic. Now, Toscano, I'm going to give you one of my most favorite memories of going into a movie rental store. I'm not going to give you the name because I don't remember. It was a long time ago. And uh, I recall going in and yes, we had him as a guest. Conan was on the screen. Conan the Barbarian. And uh, I went in, me and uh, uh, well, I wasn't with my missus at that time. This was prior to the missus. But uh, I went in I, I was solo at the time, as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, this was 1987. So this is pre-Mrs. Chang, but this is when uh, I had already had my daughter and I had no life because I was not allowed to go anywhere because I had custody of a kid. So uh, I went in and I rented Conan and it was on the screen in there. And I remember going to the counter and uh, asking for Conan because they had the case in the back. That's remember when they would put the plastic case in the back, but the movie was not in there. Yeah. So you had to ask for the movie. So uh, I was getting the movie and I was in line and I was intrigued with the movie as I was watching Conan. I remember going in there and just smelling popcorn. And uh, so I walked out of there with a Conan movie. Okay. I walked out with two posters and uh, I paid $2 a piece for those posters. I walked out with, no, three bags of popcorn. Are you getting this? Uh, two of the large bars of Kit Kat. Wait a second. Now, this is all for yourself and by yourself? This is just, this is for me. No one was coming to my house. Holy it was just moly, talk about having the munchies. Oh, you, you telling me about it. <laughs> then, as I was leaving, I went into the liquor store that was right next to it. Now, at this time, uh, Chang didn't partake in drinking. I had given up drinking, so I immediately went to the box, and I got myself a six-pack of fresh, icy-cold Coca-Cola. Okay, so, and, you, so you got a six-pack of oh, Coke. Yes, and a bag of Doritos <laughs> and some nacho cheese. Jeez. Yes, that was probably one of my most favorite times of going into a movie store because I was all alone, and I could pig out, and I could watch Conan with my shirt off, and... uh I felt really, 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 really special. Wish you- now, did they have bags big enough to load up everything that you bought? Well, you see here, I had to, uh, at, the, at the movie store, that's when I was getting paper bags. So they put all my, pap- my popcorn in one paper bag. They put my movies and my poster, uh, my two posters in another bag. And then I just carried the uh, two giant-sized bars of Kit Kat out in my back pocket, put them in my vehicle. Then I went to the liquor store, got me that Coca-Cola. Got me some Doritos and nachos. I was done with all my snacks by the time Conan was over. Oh, my God. Yes. 
But now you said that was 1987. Yeah, I think, you know, by 1987, and this is uh, like a medium, would you say this is like a medium-sized uh, store? Was it as big as like a Blockbuster? I don't think it was as big as a Blockbuster, right? No, it was probably, it was half the size of a uh, Blockbuster. Now, the funny thing, half of it was, you know, family-oriented uh, movies, action movies, and then a very small portion, they had the inevitable red curtains. And you could. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, before you went through there, there was a guy sitting on a little stool in front of the red curtains and you had to show him your ID before you could go in there. <laughs> uh, so you guys had a little bouncer outside the red curtains. Yeah, but he looked like a little school nerd. You know what I mean? He looked like he used to whack off all the time. So what was he going to do to me? I would have just knocked him over. But I didn't go in there. Now, it's funny because I don't really recall too many stores where I lived that had actual popcorn, like made popcorn. Uh, popcorn in a bag, yes, or uh, candy, you know, some candy, not that much. But I remember these little, small, small mom-and-pop video places where, like, for example, they were called Video Plus or Rahim's Video. And I remember they were always being in a hurry for you to get your movie and get the heck out. Hey, buddy, how can I help you, buddy? Huh? Hurry it up. I've got lots of people coming in. I close at nine. It was just fantastic. And you know what, though? By the following year, by 88, by around May 88, the number of video specialty stores, like the ones that we're talking about, they were around 25,000. And 45,000 other places like that, for example, in malls, in grocery stores. Remember grocery stores also rented videos? Yes, I remember that. 7-Elevens rented movies. Even the public libraries rented videos. There was a couple of uh, liquor stores in Pico Rivera when I resided there in 87 that used to sell a handful of movies. And then, of course, they had their dirty movies also. And another thing that I remember there was uh, sometimes a, a long line for was to rent video equipment. I didn't know there was so many people that rented video uh, equipment like VCRs. And you remember the VCRs that they rented were humongous. You needed two people to carry them out of the freaking door. Some Some video shops also had adult only sections like you went, like you mentioned with the x-rated videos it's funny because i think most of these places had more crappy movies than really really good ones because the good ones they had like a copy each this was in the beginning before like let's say before blockbuster but they had like one copy each of the brand new releases and then if you didn't make it there on time like as soon as the store opened you'd be out of luck you'd get stuck with like a movie called mephisto or something like that oh yeah i remember the day when they would tell you oh we're out of that right now, but uh, go ahead and leave us your phone number. We'll give you a call when it's in. You know what I mean? Then the very next evening they would call you and then you have to run down there and grab it. You know, and then you had to make sure you brought it back right after so they can go ahead and rent it out to the next cat. I mean, it was crazy back then. It goes to, to show you and tell you how quickly uh, the movie rental business grew with such big places like Blockbuster. Because now we had unlimited practically uh, some of the top movies that were coming out. I mean, sometimes you had at least 10 to 15, maybe 20 copies of a certain movie. And then, of course, you, you know what I used to trip out in these movie stores? They would face the shelves, remember, with all the great movies. You know what? And that had the brightest light. So you get back there and then you're looking, well, man, I've already seen this. I've seen that, seen that. Ah, they're out of that. And then a couple of rolls down are all the crappy movies. And also, I don't know if you remember this. Remember that some video stores in some areas, like let's say you had three video stores around your neighborhood. Usually we had the habit of getting a video membership from each one. And there was always that one that was smaller than all of them, 
that was the most expensive one. Come on, your your selection is crap, and you're charging five ninety nine a movie. You remember when you would go get uh, your membership, and they were giving paper cards out, and they would punch it, and then after that, all those uh, slots were punched out. You got a free movie. Yes, I hated when I would get a free movie, and the day I went, all the movies there sucked. I hated when they punched every <laughs> single one. I knew that I was going to rent the tenth one or the twentieth one or whatever it was. And I couldn't find that little card anymore. Oh, yeah. You know what I hated? When some guys uh, were cross-eyed and they would, like, punch right in the middle. And you're like, oh, man, now my card's all dilapidated. It's going to rip there in my wallet. I'm never going to get credit for a free movie. What a jackass. Yeah. And sometimes they'd ask you, you know, did you you punch a hole through it? Because that's not us. No. Oh, yeah. Do you remember how some of the punches they used were little hearts, little stars? Uh, yeah. Little triangles. It was almost yeah. like every video store had a different type of uh, hole puncher. So it would signify who they were. Like you were going to take your video card and go to another place. Come on. It's like people that mark their drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With little exactly. designs. So they know who the who the seller or the dealer is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I see that a lot on uh, cop shows. <laughs> oh, look, there's a little C right there. And that's from Kubo right there. That's his cocaine. I remember uh, all those. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Now, uh, do you remember going to the movie uh, rental uh, store and uh, having to wait in like huge lines? And then while you're waiting, you're in a certain aisle and then you see something that catches your eye. But you really don't want to walk all the way back and put one of the movies that are in your hand back so you can get that one. So you just throw that one somewhere and then act like nothing ever happened. Right. Right. Or the times that you wanted a movie. But for some reason, you didn't have enough money for whatever the reason. Because I remember me as a little kid, uh, it would happen like in the early 80s, 81, 82. And I wanted a movie, just didn't quite have enough. So I'd grab the movie, right? And I'd mm-hmm. hide it behind some other cheesy movie way on the bottom shelf. And then I said, okay, as soon as I come back, I know that it's going to be here. And then you come mm-hmm. back and they had... And it's gone. It was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that crap. <laughs> you ever remember going into some uh, uh, movie houses, bro, and they would uh, alphabetize it with by actor? Yes, in, in that almost like a music store. You know what I mean? You go yeah. in there. Oh my yeah. god! Look at all these movies by Schwartz, and now you're oh all these movies right here by Jeff. Oh wow! Yeah, you'd go into the store and say, "Do you have any movies uh, from Sylvester Stallone?" And they go, "Yeah, go to the S yes. section. You know, there's Stallone yeah. movies right there." Yeah, those, that was that was a. Uh, that was a time, I think, when movie house, movie rental houses were similar to libraries. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up. There was times I thought I was in there for hours just gazing at all these movies, trying to make a decision, and then t- trying to choreograph my movie uh, rental experience so I can be on the same vibe while I'm watching all these movies, either on the weekend or on a Saturday night. You know, I want to go yeah. all action, uh, all scary. Uh, sometimes I wanted to go all soft porn, but usually I only did that if I knew a girl was coming because that looks pretty weird when you're getting soft porn by yourself. And tell me if this never happened to you, but no matter what was going on in your life, as soon as you walked in through the doors at the video rental place, all your problems stayed outside because now yes. your main concern, your main worry, your main challenge, the only worry in the entire world was what was good to see for that evening. Yes, finding the perfect movie for your mood and that night. That's what it was all about. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know what? It, it kind of, uh, movie, movie rental kind of killed the drive in. 
because now you were able to stay home, watch a movie, a couple of movies, have more people over and uh, not getting in trouble and not have that crappy pizza that you used to get at the drive-ins. You <laughs> could just stay at home. That's true. And in turn, it's what happened to movie rentals with streaming, which, right. okay, look, let me get that one out of the way just to give everybody listening my personal opinion on it. Of course, movie streaming is convenient. Convenience is the name of the game at the end of the day. Right. Just like downloading music nowadays. Pretty much music and everything else. It's only right. because of convenience. But I tell right. you, I would prefer a million times more going to a video place and renting a movie because there is something palpable that you get. It's in your mm-hmm. hands. There is an experience that's, that is involved. Mm-hmm. There is getting out of your car. There is interacting with people. I was just going to mention that interacting with people. I remember sometimes I'd, I'd, I'd pick a movie out and I'm sure this happened to you. And then somebody right in the same aisle would be like, Oh, that's a good movie or don't get that movie. And then you would carry on a little conversation and get the bio on the movie, whether you get it or not. Sometimes it would be like, well, you know, right. I'm going to check it out anyway. And then you're at home and you watch the movie and then you're talking to yourself going, man, that lady was right. This movie is stupid. I just wasted $1.59. Remember there was a show called Siskel and Ebert? Now, Siskel and Ebert were the movie oh, critics of Hollywood. Yeah. The most recognized ones or the most popular ones. They had a TV right, show. Right, right. Here's I hated yes, that I hated because it. every <laughs> single time a movie came on that they thought was the worst movie in the world, I thought it was the greatest. Oh, and whenever they thought something was the greatest, I thought it was the worst. I'm Roger Ebert, film critic of the Chicago Sun-Times. And I'm Gene Siskel, film critic of the Chicago Tribune. In addition to Turk 182, we'll also be reviewing Blood Simple, a highly touted, very violent new film from a first-time director. We'll also be reviewing Mischief, a teenage comedy about a tough kid and an innocent kid. But first, Roger begins with a film with a strange title, Vision Quest. The title of the movie Vision Quest comes from an Indian notion of a young man going off alone in a quest for his personal vision. In this movie, though, instead of going off into the desert or up onto the top of a mountain, the movie's hero goes in quest of a couple of goals closer to home. Sex with the slightly older woman that he loves and a victory over the meanest and most ferocious wrestler in the state of Washington. Yes, yes. Oh, my God, I remember that. I remember uh, Siskel and Eber gave a a rating to uh, American Werewolf in London. And uh, they said it was ridiculous, cheesy, and I, I really thoroughly love the hell out of that. Movie. Oh, I love that movie. Didn't they give it like two thumbs down? Yeah. Oh, you remember them when they would give you your their thumbs down? Yeah. Good God. Yeah. I would see those guys on TV, and I, I used to say, man, if I had a million dollars, I would kick the TV set in every time I see <laughs> these two boneheads on here. I hated those guys. It was hilarious. I'm going to give it one thumb down. Oh, well, man. let's just give it two thumbs down. Oh, yeah. It was the most hilarious was- thing in the world. It was. Sadly, though, I believe uh, Ebert passed away with uh, cancer, I cancer think. or tongue cancer, I think. Yeah. You know, very sad. All due respects to both of them. But uh, I don't believe either one of them are around anymore. So I can say this. I hated them both. <laughs> <laughs> you this, know, it would be funny if, if Toscano and Chang start doing our own type of uh, movie reviews. You know what? That is the very next thing on our list, because the world needs to hear our opinions on movies. I agree with you. I mean, if you can get a boob as as president, as in number 45, then you can have Toscano and Chang be movie critics. I mean, what the heck? I think, you know, that's going to be a good show. One of our shows, 
Let's pick three movies from the 80s. We'll both watch them. We'll critique them. And that'll be a segment on one of our shows. So let's take a quick break. When we come back here on Back to the 80s, we're going to continue our chat on movie renting in the 1980s. Don't go away. You're listening to Back to the 80s. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call the single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. Hey, some of you remember the 80s vibe, right? Well, it lives loud and proud on Back to the 80s with my pals Toscato and Chang. Back to the 80s radio. This is Toscano from Toscano and Chang. Oh, yes. We're talking about video renting in the 1980s. Remember the experiences? Oh, yes. Remember the smells? Remember the sights? Yes. Remember the long lines? Remember the, the fun and the excitement it was to rent that video that you were looking forward to seeing? And remember the disappointment when you couldn't find it in the aisles? So one of the greatest feelings in the world was going to that video place and finding the movie that you wanted. And in addition to that, you go up to check out and the clerk says, I'm going to recommend you another one. And he'll say, remember that movie that just came out? Guess what? We just got it out back. Let me go get it for you. And it's a movie that had, I mean, it was still brand new. He unpacked it. He took the plastic off of it. And you were the very first one to get that rental. You remember back then the plastic was easy to take off of a brand new movie. Nowadays, it's like you got to get a freaking blowtorch. Uh, you got <laughs> to get a survival knife from Rambo to open up some of these packages. Now, yeah. Do, yeah. do you remember uh, sometimes you would watch your movie and then you would forget you had to take it back. So you jump in the car and you jam your ass down there. And then they closed early, and now you have a yep. late charge. I remember the first window where you could drop your movies through the window if they weren't open. You go to return your movies. You Let's say you got three or four movies because it was just a great weekend, and you had a great time. Everybody watched all the movies. You guys just had a great time. And you're there standing in line. You finally get there. They're opening the videos. Everything's good. And then that third movie it's not there. You brought the box with one of your home movies. The last thing that was in your VCR was a home movie. You put it inside the video and then you took the video oh, from the from the case and yeah. you watched it, but you didn't take it out of the VCR. Yes. And then you would get that phone call. Uh, hi, do you have uh, Beetlejuice? <laughs> That's right. Oh, yes. I forgot. I have my movie. Uh, yes, you and that girl are very flexible, but uh, we're going to go ahead and hold this at the counter and you can talk to Gary and then just give the uh, movie back to Gary and we'll go ahead and give you your movie and uh, you know, we'll, we'll credit you a little bit. You can get a free movie. It was such a great time that we had. And then there was an interesting thing that occurred when you had friends that were techies, right? Or that at least they thought they were techies. They said, well, I'll bring my video cassette recorder. We'll put it next to your video cassette recorder and we'll just copy the movie. I've got a blank cassette. We'll put that in. We'll do the connections in the back and we'll oh, just yeah. record from one video to the next. 
Oh, yes. I remember those days. Pirating days. Yes. And then they caught on and then they added something to the to the film, to the tape where you couldn't do that anymore. I believe back then when it was uh, when we were using the VCR, they broke the tabs. Remember? Yeah. There was two little plastic black tabs or whatever color the, the box that they gave to you uh, that the movie was on. And they would uh, have those tabs and they would be off. Right. So you couldn't so you videotape. It. Yeah. And so you couldn't record over them as well. Mm-hmm. I remember one t- one time uh, at now this didn't didn't happen to my birthday party, but there was a next door neighbor's birthday party where they rented the cartoon Batman. Hmm. And so they opened the case. It said Batman on the little sticker on the, on the, on the front. And they left all 13 or 14 little eight year olds to watch the cartoon of Batman. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the birthday girl goes to the parents saying, that's not Batman on the screen. And they are showing their naked parts. Well, yes. it turned out that somebody had recorded porn over the Batman cartoon. Ooh, oh, man. Do you, uh, do you have your copies? Oh, are <laughs> that, we wasn't, that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, do you remember sometimes you go down and you rent a movie and then you get back home and it's all twisted up? Yeah, and, I hated that. And you're like, and you know they're going to blame you because you know nobody really checked out that video before you checked right. it out. So you're going to get the blame. And then they're charging like uh, $105 for a movie. And you're like, it was like that when I got it. It was like that when I got it. No, it wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. All right, I confess. I did it, you hear? And I'm glad. Glad, I tell you. What are they going to do to me, Sarge? What are they going to do? Yeah, I used to open up. There's a little a little button on the side of the yes, top. Yes, and you could open up that flap. And then you could flip over the little lid, that little flap, yeah. so you can see. And sometimes the tape would be wrinkled. Yes. Like like somebody would was chewing on it or yes, something. I would, you know, that's funny. I was just going to say that to you because I remember doing that. And then I was going to say, you remember opening it up and it had creases in it. And you're like, son of a bitch, it's not a cassette. I can't even fix this with a pencil. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I used to do that a lot when I was in the video store because I didn't want to get raped and the blame for me breaking a stupid video when I know I didn't. So I was I was always like uh, the video rat. I would, you know, flip that flip. And if the video was was screwed up, I would take it with a box and go complain to the guy at the counter. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, sure. Hey, uh, you guys have this over there and this is all creased like that. You know, you might want to take that out the shell. And the guy looks at you like yeah, man, I know you just did it, man. You got long hair. And stuff. Yeah, that's just right. a freaking criminal, bro. You just beat it, man. You just take a poster and just beat it. Now, jump over to 1988-ish, 1989, when the, comp- the competitor of Blockbuster came along, and that was Hollywood Video. I'm not oh, sure if Hollywood yes. Video existed all over the United States. I'm assuming they did because they were just a big chain as well, and they worked as a competition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know what? I got to be honest. Sometimes there was a point where Blockbuster became just so big, it got expensive, and Hollywood Mm -hmm. Video would would rent the movies cheaper, and it seemed like they had the same thing. Yeah, sometimes you got two for the price of one uh, rentals. Right. You know? And the great thing I think that Hollywood Video started doing in the beginning was movies that were already past their time or they were rented too many times or they were older. Mm Mm-hmm. They put them in a big mm-hmm. bin and they would sell them. Of course, mm-hmm. they, they they weren't oh, cheap, yes. but they, you know, eight ninety nine and nine ninety nine and 
And now you had the mm-hmm. opportunity to buy the movie and keep it for yourself. That was always fun to go uh, to the movie rental stores and get uh, used movies because you can get a killer deal. Nowadays, you get uh, used movies. What? You can't do that anymore. If you're going to get a movie, you're going to have to go down to Walmart or Target. And they got that big bin of DVD movies and pretty much all of them suck. You know, but they're selling like five for five dollars. Yeah. Like, hey, I can get five crappy movies for five bucks. What a deal. Yeah, it's it's you know what? I, I really it, it brings me a lot of sadness to know what happened to the video rental mm-hmm. experience that we had. And do you remember at malls? They had a place called Suncoast Video. Yes. Where they usually Suncoast Video was I mean, it was like buying merchandise at, at a at a stadium. It was always higher priced, but it was so, so nice to go inside of Senko's video. They had everything. I think there was one in the La Puente mall. Yeah. I think they had one in every single mall here in Southern California. I think every single mall had, yeah. Some of the uh, shopping sp- uh, uh, squares also yeah, had. Suncoast video was so popular. And one of the things that made them so, so popular is that they had titles that they didn't have at, at video rental places. So the, the really obscure titles, I used to go to Cerritos mall, a lot, Lakewood mall, Brea mall, and I usually found out that their prices were pretty expensive for the most part. But like I said, everybody went there because they had the more obscure titles and and titles that they couldn't get in anywhere else. Yeah, I remember going to, uh, I believe it was Video Rama in Pico Rivera off of Passens and Slauson. Oh my gosh, I, I remember Video Rama. Yeah, know, that place was really, really huge, man. It was a co- It was owned by a couple of Middle Eastern guys. And they used to give us some really good deals, and they always had top-notch movies. You know, they uh, they had this thing policy on the door: if you get a movie that doesn't work, bring it right back to them. We'll let you rent two for the cost of the movie that you rented. I mean, these guys were really good. Uh, Video Rama was a really, really big place, and I remember they had a whole room of uh, pornography, not just behind curtains. <laughs> oh, there was God. an actual door that uh, <laughs> you could go to and then they had their own counter and a register so you could pay separately and that way you don't have to go into the main room with a, uh, you know other people that are not renting porno so they can all see and like what that guy's going to do with that? Yeah, now didn't they have a sign on their door that said either like 21 and over yes, or something or yes. 18 and over or something it, like it, that? It was, I, I believe back then it was 18 and over. I believe they were right by 7-Eleven. And later in time, I remember before I left Santa Fe Spring, um, uh, Pico Rivera, uh, they closed down and opened a strip club there. Uh, convenient. I fancied both establishments. <laughs> <laughs> if you just joined us here on Back to the 80s Radio, we were talking about renting videos back in the 1980s and the experience it was and the fun that we had and sometimes the disappointments. And sometimes we would get, if you had to go to a video place that was far and you got there. They had promised they were going to hold the movie and you get there and they, and some other person at the mm-hmm. register gave your movie away. Remember that? Yeah, yes. I remember that. Well, the little tab must've fallen off. I didn't, I didn't see your name on there. I'm sorry. You know, there's gotta be something else you want to rent. Yeah. And yeah. you're just talking on your bed, you stupid bozo jackass. I'm, yeah. bitch. You I, I'm sorry. I did put a post-it note, as you can see here. It's in my hand, but uh, somebody, you know, somebody else must have uh, checked it out. Now, do you remember going into Hollywood video and looking at the carpet and it was all movie reels? Yeah, I loved it. Like I said, I think I loved Hollywood video more than Blockbuster, maybe because it was cheaper, a little bit cheaper. And I thought it had more stuff, but maybe that was just my imagination. Maybe it didn't. 
it was kind of like the rivalry between Costco and Sam's, kind of like that. Yeah, I agree with you. I preferred uh, Hollywood Video over Blockbuster because I, uh, for a for a while, when my girls were all little, and this was uh, uh, the later eighties, uh, my garage was not a garage; it was my man cave, and it was my kid cave. And where I had the kids, I used to buy movie posters like crazy, bro, and. All the walls uh, had rock and roll posters, rock and roll pictures, and the whole ceiling was covered in movie posters. And then on my kids section of my two-car garage, where the kids' stuff was, I had these cubbies I built, and I made them, and I put a bunch of movie posters of kid movies. And I had a carpet there. I had a small TV. uh, I had a a video camera. player right there so the neighborhood kids could hang out with my kids and hang out in the garage and watch it and just christmas lighted it up and it was almost like you were at a at a, at a movie rental store when you would go into my garage when my girls were uh, little back in downey so what happened to what happened to all your videos i mean you obviously i don't think you have them anymore right no no the wife has had cleaned house once cds came out so she totally cleared out all the vhs tapes that we had we started selling them off at yard sales you know giving them away so I met people just because with our beneath us. Oh, VHS. No, we have CD, we have DVD now, <laughs> you know, somewhat similar to my wife getting rid of all my cassettes. Cassettes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before, you know, we were talking about Hollywood video, Hollywood video came into existence in 1988. And of course it's direct competitor was blockbuster video. Yes. And then in 2005 for, fast forward to 2005, it was purchased by a place called the movie gallery. Mm-hmm. And then of course in 2010, it closed its doors chapter seven bankruptcy. And, uh, I guess the headquarters were in Oregon, which conveniently enough is the same place where the last blockbuster video is at. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here. I don't know if anybody remembers going to Tower Records yes. in uh, Hollywood, California, or you go to uh, Amoeba and uh, Amoeba Record House. You could uh, purchase movies back then, and you can rent to own uh, every now and then. Uh, that was another experience. I mean, because you had one whole section with movies up on top, and then you had the whole entire store that was all music. So there was there was quite a bit of uh, nostalgia in some of these uh, locations that you could either go get a movie, rent it, buy it and uh, have at it with what you wanted. Uh, It was it was odd because I remember going to uh, Tower Records and instead of renting, I would buy a grip of movies and just you just add them to your your library. And then before you know it. You got more videos than you do furniture. Yeah. Now, it's funny because I, at one point, was able to have a little over 230 movies on VHS. Wow. But the reason for that was... You had no girlfriend. You had no girlfriend? (laughs) Well, no. So so we had tons of magazines. I had tons of magazines on, you know, Motor Trend and Car and Driver and all that when I was a teen. and, And some other ones, you know, that had the inserts inside to either subscribe to get that particular magazine or for other stuff. And one of those other things in there was Columbia House, you know, where you get 10 CDs or I'm sorry, 10 cassettes for a penny. Well, they also did movies on video and you would get like five movies for, for a nickel or something like that or for a dollar. Well, I subscribed under so many names for that. 
that I eventually made a collection of over 200 movies. Oh, man. That's insane. How many magazines did you have? Thousands? No, no, just just a few, but I knew, I knew what to do. I filled out the little card with uh, uh, with a different name, and I ended up getting a bunch of movies. <laughs> oh, uh, that's nice. The stupid thing I did was, of course, I would put the same address, mm. so th- th- my home would get tons of bills, you know, and my parents would always find out what was going on. <laughs> and you know you never paid. <laughs> no, of course not. And then they went they went out of business because mm-hmm. they screwed a lot of people. They sent yeah. everybody to collections. Yeah, I remember getting uh, screwing them out of uh, cassettes and, and uh, <laughs> music back then. Do you remember going to the movie house and uh, meeting uh, somebody in there that uh, you ended up going to their pad and watching the movie? That experience ever happened to you? Yes. Once in a while, yeah, I would meet somebody in the aisles and we'd uh, hit it off. And next thing you know is we're at each other's homes and it, it'd go from there. It would be kind of like uh, hanging out at the mall. So it, it, was, it was a fun time. Uh, I recall sometimes when I had nothing to do on a weekend or something, I would uh, befriend uh, the video store owner or the guys working there. And I would hang out with them and watch movies right there where their customers are in there and, I'd perform from this before I was even doing stand-up comedy. I would just hang out in there and I would just dazzle everybody. I'd do impressions of people that were on the TV screen or I would just hang out and watch movies for free. Yeah, that was crazy. I love the fact that they all had the, the screens on and they had a movie at some point. Yes. I was all excited when they had a scary movie on and I thought, oh, this isn't a big deal. And then you'd take that scary movie home. I couldn't watch it because then I'd be too scared because now I was alone watching it. You know what? What would another great experience talking about watching the movies there? Because they had surround sound in a lot of movie houses. Oh, so the movie yeah. sounded as loud and as bold as you were if you were going into a movie house. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then you know, that just added that added to the experience when you went to go rent a movie when it was in surround sound you could hear that movie and uh, a lot of times i think they did that because that'll captivate you to get that movie rented many right. occasions i would be listening and watching a uh, little uh, increments of the movie that the guys had there or the gal would be playing and i would be like hey, i'm going to rent that movie then i'd go put my crab back and go look for that movie sure and then i tr- i would try to copy the same sound and this was obviously before I knew anything about surround sound. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember I would try to copy it. So I had this ghetto blaster that I was given for my birthday. Do you remember this type of uh, ghetto blaster that the speakers separated? Oh, yes. So you would you would just slide the speakers upward and they would separate them and they had the long cord and that you would roll up in the back of the speaker. I had one of those in my bedroom. Nice. Yeah, so I would uh, connect the speakers directly into i don't you know what i don't now that i think about it i don't even remember how i connected it but i used to get the sound from the speakers now back then remember it was a little male end that you could plug in it's similar to like we plug in uh, headphones or, or some other type of a cord to our cell phones it, it, you know the little round uh connector yeah like a like a the little jack from the headphones maybe like from yes and yeah because i remembered uh on on uh I could hook up extra speakers to my television as long as I had that connection. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I don't remember how I did it, but I managed to connect the speakers and they must have sounded like, you know, glorious to me at the time. And now that I know better, obviously it was probably crap, but yeah, we would try to emulate what we heard 
and what we saw. And I always remember, I used to tell all my friends, one day I'm going to be the the owner of a video store. That's what I want to do with my life. I want to own video store. (laughs) 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 Aim high. This is back to the 80s. Let's uh, take a little break. When we come back, we've got Changri's and the talk continues of video rentals in the 80s. Don't go away. You're listening to Back to the 80s. Welcome to Blockbuster Video. Blockbuster Video gives you over 10,000 videos to choose from in over 30 different categories. And with our new Blockbuster Movie Previews video, you can sample the excitement of up to 50 Blockbuster videos at a time, absolutely free. While viewing at home, just use the rental reminder card we've included with the Previews cassette to list the movies you want to rent and their categories. Keep it in your wallet next to your Blockbuster membership card. Then the next time you're at Blockbuster Video, the movies you've listed will be easy to remember and find. Just check the movies off as you rent them. It's Blockbuster Video's way of making it simple and convenient for you to be selective in choosing movies for your entire family. Now let Blockbuster Video sneak you into the movies. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. Welcome to Back to the 80s Radio. I'm Toscano from Toscano and Chang. Now is the time of the show where we talk about what made us angry back in the 80s. And in honor of the most wondrous Chang, we now call them Changri. So Chang, kick it off. What made you Changri? back in the 80s. Do you know what got me changry back in the 80s about movie rentals? A membership. You know what got me changry back in the 80s? Late fees and no rewind fees. You know what used to get me changry back in the 80s when I had to go rent a movie? Renting the movie and then hoping there'd be a Well, sequel. you know what gets me changry from back in the 80s renting videos? Renting a video and when you get home it's the wrong cartridge that got me changry. You know what used to get me changry back in the 80s when I had to rent a movie? When the movie was all jacked up and you had to take the blame for it. Oh, yeah. And at the beginning, remember those outrageous prices they'd want to charge you? $65, $50 for a movie? That was wild. $65 for a movie and I didn't even... And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been this week's Changries. Yes. If you have something that made you angry back in the 1980s and you'd like to have us share it, go ahead and write to us through our Facebook page, and we'll be more than glad to read your Changri next week. Like a creature of the night. Back to the 80s. Thanks for joining us here at Back to the 80s. We are talking about video rentals in the 1980s and our experiences, everybody's experiences. All the things that we used to see, the times we had to wait in line, and and some of the products that we bought inside the stores that, frankly, they would sell and we didn't even need. And sometimes we'd buy them because it was there in the aisle and it was just, we were caught up in the moment. For example, do you remember they used to sell video rewinders? 
Yes, I remember those little apparatus. Do you remember when some video stores sold movie toys? I also remember them selling their own products. For example, Hollywood Video and Blockbuster used to sell sunglasses. What do sunglasses have to do uh, with, you know, but they just had the stamp of Blockbuster Video on the side. And, oh, I need to have this. This is the most awesome Wayfarer glasses. Or when you would go in there and you buy that plastic packet, I'd say, like, I, I think there was six boxes for your movies in there, and it all stated Hollywood <laughs> Video or or <laughs> Blockbuster. Yeah, they were all just clear plastic yeah. boxes for yes, your movies. And then some, yeah. some, some places they sold the brown ones or the black ones. and You know what I mean? You can write, you, you, you could put your, like, your own title in there and then slide it in that little plastic envelope and... Man, I remember that. And then it had the decals that they would sell with it. That way you could put them right there on the sides. That way you can library order them and you could see exactly what oh, the Oh, man, man, you just reminded me. Those brown <laughs> ones and the black ones sucked because they never closed. Yes, right. they suck. And then the clear ones, remember, if you left them in the car, they would warp. It's like, oh, I can't yes. even put my movie in the goddamn thing. Cause it and did work. you ever close a movie and you're, because you were going too fast and you caught the skin oh. uh, below oh, your oh, thumb? Oh, oh, below man, your thumb, yes. you caught the skin right there? <laughs> I remember breaking a nail, and I don't have long nails <laughs> trying to open up some of those movie boxes. You broke a nail? Yeah. What the heck? It was you, my cocaine nail. What do you... <laughs> <laughs> that little pinky nail? <laughs> what I try to tell you, this country, you got to make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the woman. <laughs> oh, the good old days of renting videos in the 80s. Yes, man. There's nothing like it. I, You know what? I get a little giddy when I have to go to uh, to the red box every now and then. It's, it's kind of like, you know, you get that little lump in your throat. Like, yeah, man, I want to see what they got. And then, you know, you skim through the whole thing. And you're like, wow, I only saw like. 50 movies on this thing, man. There was nothing yeah. I wanted to watch. And we're disappointed. Yes. You know, I, I can't believe what they have done to us. And I oh, say no. all of us because they've accustomed us to being so um, impatient. And the, this whole convenience thing has gone out of control. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here. I thought movie theaters were never going to go out of existence. Yeah. But during COVID... We saw what happened with movie theaters. Yeah. You know, I have a server. I've got a buddy of mine who uh, lets me borrow his server. I've got access to over 4,000 movies. Wow. Directly from my TV. And it's and it's cool because you see all the covers from, it's like, like going to a video store. Mm -hmm. But it's from the convenience of our own home. And you would think, that that is cool, and it is if you've never seen that before. Yeah. Okay. It is. It is really really cool to have that at at your fingertips. It's you just search with your remote, find the movie you want to see, and just press enter, and bam. And the coolest thing is that I get new releases, mm. like the movies that are right now at the theater. Mm -hmm. I already have them, so Aren't it's okay because I have them. Yeah, <laughs> but it takes all the fun of going to the movies. That whole movie wow, experience no, is gone. You a snappy little vixen to have that. <laughs> now, no, it's, it's just, it's just not, not cool anymore. No, it's and, not. And I hate that because I tell my kids, my uh, 16 and my 17 year old, I tell them both, you know what? This is not, this isn't fun. This isn't when going to 
to check out that movie that you've been looking forward to seeing was all about. Mm-hmm. There is nothing fun about this. There's mm-hmm. just, you know, and, and new kids, chill, even children, four, five, six years old, they get the remote, they go to Netflix or whatever service, Hulu, and they choose their movies. And that's, you know, that's the new age, I guess. And yeah. that's how they're going to grow up. Yeah. They're Maybe, not yeah. going to know anything about our experiences. No. And that's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. And you know what? Uh, I'm a guess I'm a little bit, uh, not a little bit. I'm pretty lucky. Uh, first of all, I am old as dirt and sand. But uh, my daughters, well, the, the three elders uh, who are ranged from 36, 35 down to 34 and a half, they got to capture that experience of going uh, with me and mom to the movie uh, rental stores and, and getting popcorn. And, and by then they were selling ice creams and you know, you you could buy sunglasses, you could buy freaking jump ropes from uh, from them. Um, I mean, there was so much paraphernalia that they sold them. Not only did they sell posters, uh, sometimes they sold little stickers, uh, like I said, toys. So I'm very, very glad to know that my children, the three of my children, not my youngest, of course, got that experience that I did. And they got to feel what it was like to rent a movie on Saturday, go home, munchy it up with mom and dad and just put movies in. And, and that's the whole night, you know, uh, invite some of their little friends over, have little sleepovers and, you know, build little tents in the living room and just sit there, me and my chick and, and watch movies with the kids. That is definitely one experience I truly miss and that I will probably never forget. And I'm not going to I'm going to go on a limb here and sound like a big wuss. But uh, when I think about it, it brings tears to my eyes. You know, I, I, I oh, miss course. that family time, especially now that my kids are all, you know, grown, gone and married. Uh, and yeah. it's a uh, it's a shame that your boys didn't get to experience it. But I know you and your wife, you probably have similar things like that. But the movie house experience is gone. But you get to have some of those incredible family times. And the movie rental yeah. company will always hold special in, in our hearts, I think, for uh, those of us from the 80s that could remember and capture uh, that moment in time like I just spoke of. Right. And and that's what one of the things that we try to do here is keep the memories alive and mm-hmm. if possible, even in your own home, to keep those things alive. Now, I know it's, right. you know, for the majority of the people, they're they're like, you know what? I'm just glad I don't have to buy all those bulky DVDs or bulky uh, VHS and, and the DVDs and the cassettes and the records. And I understand that. But for the few out there that want to keep that nostalgia alive, you know, you know, they're like you and me. I've got a cassette mm-hmm. player. We've got a VCR. We've got some movies, not a lot, but we've got some. Mm-hmm. We don't do it because the quality was better. We do it because there was an experience behind it. And it, it's still okay to sit yes, back, exactly. put a movie into that VCR, and watch it as we did. I've gone to some yard sales and garage sales, and uh, I'm not going to lie. I've purchased a couple of old uh, VHS movies because I still do have a player. And, uh, you know, I get them for nostalgia and you know, uh, one of these days when my wife uh, lets me put that back <laughs> on the TV, I'm going to enjoy some of these movies, <laughs> you know, because uh, there is no experience like that. By the way, if you are listening and you find a garage sale, now I don't know if outside of the United States, if they allow people to sell their own things outside their home, like here mm-hmm. in the United States, yeah. we have what is called garage sales, mm-hmm. where... We'll sell all of our unused or unwanted items, and we just 
give them away as cheap as possible because we just want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. But if you get a chance, go around your neighborhoods and see if people are selling uh, a, a VCR that works. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it's a gamble. Sometimes they're selling it because it doesn't work. But right. you may find something that, that really does work. And it, it's a it's a great opportunity to maintain the 80s alive. Do you remember when VCR started evolving? So they were this big, humongous thing where the cartridge would open from the top. Right. You'd press the button. I mean, mm-hmm. Even the buttons were heavy to press. Yes. And then they got reduced in size. They become more modern. They become digital with mm-hmm. that horrible 12 o'clock little flashing sign that nobody seemed to work or nobody seemed to know how to put the right time in it. Oh, God. And it was, was flashing 12 o'clock all the time. Yes. And that's all you would see. You would yep. become infixiated with just 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Yeah. And, like, oh, <laughs> and, and then uh, I believe Sony... I believe Sony, I may be wrong. If you guys know out there uh, the correct answer, go ahead and let us know. But I believe it was Sony that came out with VCR Plus. And it was a better quality of of a player where mm-hmm. kind of like a high definition in comparison. It wasn't high def, but it was it was sort of like that. So the quality was a little bit better and it played your movies a little bit better. And you could tell the difference. Yeah. Now, do you remember one of the number one uh, problems that that people had with their VCRs breaking? Remember that huge rubber band that was in there when that would snap and you would not be able to play your movies. And a lot of people would just throw that thing in the garbage. And it was such an easy fix. It was such an easy fix. I was just going to say that such an easy fix. Yeah, it's it's funny because a lot of uh, a lot of people didn't want to figure it out. They just thought yeah. it was too much. You know, sometimes you would have friends that would just countlessly go rent a machine because they were too damn lazy to open up their own machine and see what the problem was or take it to somebody to get it fixed. Now, remember, VCR repair shops were huge back then. Oh, that was another thing that was in style. Yes. VCR bro. repair shops because, see, VCRs were expensive. And you, it's not like you could say, well, I'll just get rid of it and get another. We, you didn't have that luxury. No. So you'd find a local VCR repair and send it there. Yeah. Remember, I remember uh, on a couple of occasions, I would take a VCR in and they couldn't fix it, but I would buy a used one off of them, take it home, slap it on, boom, movie time, movie yep, time, baby. Just as good. Yeah. By the way, uh, re- I mentioned if you see a VCR at a garage sale, buy it because if you buy one from Amazon or eBay, Mm-hmm. Check this out. If you're if you're searching for a new VHS recorder, right. and when I mean new, I mean old that's new that was just old. never opened, right. right? Or it's been refurbished to almost new. They're about five to seven hundred dollars, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you got that right, brother. Very expensive. Reminds expensive. me of of the eighties. Yes, everything was expensive in the eighties. Except, I think what gas was cheaper than we're getting reamed for here in the in, in the uh, state of California. Thank you, Governor Newsom, you handsome about bastard. Four, about $4 more expensive, Jeez. I think. I tell you, man, gas, I believe, in Los Angeles is almost $5. Yeah, almost 5 bucks. Yeah. Ah, uh, the 80s. And I, and I know some people go, oh, yeah, but we still made three three twenty five an hour or three fifteen an hour. Yeah, it's still, we had more money than we do now. Exactly, my brother. And we didn't have Joe Biden as president. No, then. we didn't. <laughs> we had some other old white guy. 
This has been Back to the 80s Radio. We were talking about video rentals in the 80s. There's so much we could have continued talking about, and there's so many more memories that we probably missed because mm-hmm. we're just old or because That's we right. just ran out of time. But uh, on behalf probably of both. On behalf of Toscano, thank you guys for joining us on another weekly show of Back to the 80s Radio. And I want to remind you guys to tune over to our Facebook page. Drop us a line or two of one of the, what are the topics that you would like to listen to or discuss here at Back to the 80s Radio? We'd be more than glad to to read your name, to give you a shout out. Mm-hmm. And speaking of shout outs, I before we go, I do want to give a special shout out to all the new countries that are listening to us. We just got an addition, so we're about at 120 mm. countries around the world that are listening to us. And, uh, of course, we are here for you guys. Thank you for loaning us your ears on this day. So uh, you guys are awesome. It's the reason why we're here. And also reminding you guys that we are in the works of developing an all-80s radio station. And when I mean radio station, I mean music. If you love 80s music, no one, no one in this world will have more hits than we will. That's right. That's why we call it K-Hits 92.5. That's right. And also, the jocks, the DJs that will be with us is going to be like you're traveling through time. It will be like going to the 80s and listening to FM radio. So keep us in mind because K-Hits 92.5 online and around the world is coming soon. We are shooting for July 4th. So keep that on your calendar and get ready for K-Hits 92.5 and back to the 80s. So I'm on behalf of Toscano and Chang, I want to wish you guys a great week, a happy week, a safe week. And don't forget to tell your loved ones that you love them. Take care, and we'll see you next Friday. Chang here. Before I release you to another Chang-tastic weekend, I want you to all remember that you are all special. All of you. I want to give a shout out to all of our 736 plus followers on our Back to the 80s group. Toscano, you see that number is growing. Oh, yes. Our, our group. Yes. So I want to that's give a, different. That's different than the than the Facebook page. Right. Where we have over 8000. Right. And uh, also to everybody hitting us on social media, the Changi old boy is going to be popping music on uh, on our Facebook page. So uh, uh, get a hold of me or get a hold of Toscano, get a hold of us and, and tell us what you want to what you would like to hear. And I'll put the legendary Chang in my caption just for you. Remember, everybody stay lifted and gifted. Tomorrow is not promised. We are one race, the human race. So hasta la vista, hasta mañana. Arriba reche, adios, and to all my homies in the barrio, orale.